What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Everyday Hustle. I'm Adam Ali. Thank you guys so much for being here. Today's episode is diving into the topic around just dating in 2021, what that looks like. And I brought on two individuals that I feel have a good pulse of what's going on. Um, so without further ado, I would like to invite Myron and Fresh from the Fresh and Fit podcast. Welcome to the Everyday Hustle podcast. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? What's up, man? We in here. That's what's up. All is well. All is blessed. You guys are you guys are in Miami, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Number one dating podcast in the world. Yeah, man. Your podcast, bro. Yeah, bro. What's We're happy up, to brother? be here. What's up? Dope. Yeah, I like you guys. I, I definitely see the growth. Every time I look back on your YouTube, I see the numbers are going up. So clearly you guys are providing value and people are clearly tuning in. So congrats. Thank you, man. We appreciate that, man. And, and you know, coming from a big YouTuber like yourself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that means a lot because one thing we've learned the, kind of the hard way is it's that a grind. YouTube is a grind. And there's a reason why uh, so few people can like build up big channels, man. I can't tell you how many even IG models we've had on the show that are bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A million plus followers on Instagram, blue check, all that. And they still can't even get a thousand subscribers on YouTube, bro, because actually you got to bring value on YouTube. Whereas like on Instagram, it's all photos. You know what I'm saying? So YouTube <laughs> is the biggest grind. So it means a lot to come from a guy like yourself. That's a big YouTuber as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you. No, thank you for that. Uh, so yeah, what sparked, I guess the, the fresh and fit podcast and everything that you guys do on, on the YouTube, like, did you, were you getting tired of being, well, first of all, let's talk about what you guys do. You guys <laughs> created a platform around supporting men around fitness, relationship, finances. Um, but yeah, like what kind of sparked it, um, from, from the, from the jump? It's funny, man, because, um, myself and Myron, we were in two different, uh, time, time, times of our lives basically and for example he doing my prank videos on youtube and kind of i worked at a tech company and okay. doing his his business as well with fitness and one of our uh, close friends we did a podcast with, with him and he said hey man i got a friend in miami that's into fitness he's into he's also into you know dating and lifestyle look up with him i'm like well, who is this guy so yeah. we started talking on dms he's like yo bro i did i did i dated this chick that chick i'm like yo me too bro like what's good start getting into like relationships like yo we, we think the same way um, let's link up. So yep. we, we linked up, had dinner. Ellie and Usher moments? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, bro. Because remember, we're on <laughs> Brickle, so like a lot of girls overlap. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm Talked about like business and dating. And right. I said, you know what? This is a podcast. We did a podcast. People liked it. Because we did like, uh, I think the first episode was online game and then a uh, cold approach, which, which, which means basically social media game and then like talking in person to chicks. And I did pretty well. And from there, man, we just blew up doing podcasts weekly and turned into like Fresh and Fit, man. Yeah, we started with doing it on StreamYard and the people really enjoyed it. And we did them on, we would go back and forth on my channel, then back to Fresh's channel. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we noticed that we were getting a little bit more traction on, on my channel because I had a RP aware audience because mm -hmm. uh, Fresh came from the prank background, which is a whole other demographic of viewer so since we had a warm audience with the RP community, because I was giving fitness advice and some dating advice, we said, you know what, let's go all in on this. And we we're doing the StreamYard joint and he was living right down the street from me. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we said, you know what, let's go all in. And then we like uh, got a studio, uh, one of the apartments here in Miami, Panorama Tower. And yeah, man, we've been doing our show from here ever since. 
and we put a lot of money into the studio, you know, and it's and it's paying back crazy dividends, you know. And also, so, let me just add to that as well. So I was betting Myron while we're talking because like, you know what, if this guy's real, I want to I want to work with him, you know. And vice versa, I bet he's betting me. So we started receipts from, from each other. Like, okay, I see him with a chick every day, a different chick. Yo, this is not easy here in Miami. So if you're doing that. You must be at, at some level of competence. So that guys, alone, guys that are good with women immediately detect other guys that are good with women. Yep. It's, it's, there's certain like unalienable traits yeah, that you can tell that a guy is, is smashing chicks. And here in Miami, it's very competitive. The women here are cutthroat. Uh, and you have to become cutthroat yourself as a guy if you're going to become successful here. And uh, we were able to, to immediately see that. We say, you know what, let's go all the way, bro. And people really were resonating with us because, you know, when you look at like the Red Pill community, there's a lot of great content creators in it, but like, I don't want to sound cocky, but none of them are in Miami, Florida, in the game, dealing with the caliber of girls that we're dealing with, dealing with it in a competitive dating marketplace in a Western country like Miami, okay. and also using social media, cold approach, social circle. We're using all different avenues of, of dealing with women and we're dealing with girls in their 20s, which is what everyone wants. So, you know, I think a big part of why we've been able to grow up, uh, blow up. You know, it's just been a blessing to be able to grow this quickly. And, you know, shout out to all our content creators that we've collabed with that helped us, you know, expose us to their audience as well. The first time I stumbled on your content was on a Toronto platform. I'm originally from Toronto, even though I live in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I, I was reading the comments of you giving uh, feedback on, or not feedback, but just dating, cutthroat, real um, context of the, you know, of, of just advice. And, you know, there was a lot of controversy in the comments, but I was like, yo, this guy's saying some real shit here that people are just not willing to, you know, everybody's on, like, I feel like they want everyone to be politically, uh, politically Twitter correct. There's, yeah. just, there's no real, like real tangible, real life, you know, pulse that people want to be on. It's just always, they want everyone to act according to something that's not even reasonable. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, I did an interview with uh, Brandon Ganez. Uh, he he's uh, he has his own show up there in, in Canada, uh, and I did an interview with him. And you know, shout out to Brandon. You know, obviously, I don't have a problem with guys that see the world differently than I do. Of course. But, um, you know, he challenged me on a lot of my beliefs, saying, "Hey, you know, well, do you realize that women are not, you know, treated fairly, and the wage gap, and all these other myths that have been debunked a million times." And I argued that women have more rights and privileges than men do in today's day and age. You know what I'm saying? Because the problem is that it's not even a problem, but the reality is this women are still, women are treated as equals, right? Just like men, they're given all the same rights and privileges, but they also still benefit from female privilege of being treated like a lady and everything like that. So what they'll do is, leverage the femininity and get the sympathy from people when they want to play the victim card. Now that she's being treated as equal, what does she do? Oh no, well, I want to be treated like a lady now. And that's what a lot of women like to do. They like to basically keep your role static while theirs are negotiable. This this applies to relationships with your girl, where if you tell her to cook for me, she's going to look at you like I'm not a slave, but she's going to expect you to protect her physically if someone breaks into the house. And this also applies so when you deal with women in a, in a regular social setting, you might have a female coworker in the box. Heavy. Can you help me with this? Oh no, that's sexist. But if you say that you look, you you're considered crazy. It's just that not women out for their overt sexism, but women are more than happy to call men out for their sexism. But the reality is reality is sexist. Yep. And a lot of women don't want to accept that because I always say it privilege is invisible to those that have it. So when women go to parties for free, when they get invited, when they get DMs from rappers, when they get invited to exclusive social situations, they have no problem with that. But mm -hmm. if 
God forbid a guy like me says, well, women shouldn't be in the military. Oh, they, that, that's bullshit. But at the same time, they say, well, I should have another set of standards in the military. I should be <laughs> downgrade my standards because I'm not as physically as strong as you. But right by you saying that, the fact that there's two different standards inherently means that we're not equal. So they, like I'm, I said, they like to adapt what works and throw away what doesn't. Sorry, go ahead. I was just like, I'm waiting for a bad bitch to message me and say, hey, yo, pull up to my section. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, also, Adam, this, 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 for example, right? In this case, men can't have standards. So what happens is, if you say anything that's crazy, like opposite to their point of view, it's cancel culture. Yep. So basically, whatever mm. we say is not in, in, in their uh, order of like normal normalcy, it's like, oh, you know what? He's a misogynist. He's this, he's that. And real talk, they have very high standards, six feet tall. Uh, six figures a year. Yep. Must be uh, uh good looking. All these things that they have, and we can't have any standards. Yeah. That's and then crazy. you come back and you're like, well, I don't want a fat chick, and she looks at you like, how dare you? And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? These chicks are stupid. Like, yo, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you could have standards, but I can't. And that's the society we live in now, where if a woman exerts her boundaries and her standards, she's considered strong, independent, and you know, a boss bitch. But if a dude says, yo, I don't want to date no fat girls, he's immediately labeled as toxic, misogynistic, whatever it may be. So. And that kind of is why we started our platform, because yeah. what we're doing is we're shining a light on, on the BS. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem with double standard. I completely accept the fact that women are going to get into clubs for free. I understand that women have certain privileges and rights that we're just never going to get. I accept reality, right? But what I do have a problem with is when women benefit from uh, their femininity in a legal sense where things are supposed to be blind. You know what I'm saying? Here in the United States, obviously you got the lady of justice. She's supposed to be wearing the blindfold and, you know, which means, you know, justice is equal for everybody, but obviously the numbers don't show that here in the States. Uh, men tend to serve 66% more time in prison for the same crimes. Women are able to leverage their femininity to get benefits in systems where they, it needs to be equal. Yeah. You know, when it comes to legal things, everything like that needs to be equal, but that's just not the way the world works. So, um, you know, and we speak up about these things and, you know, people are going to sit here and say we're toxic or whatever it may be. But a big reason why, you know, just like with Donald Trump getting the, the presidency and, you know, people were us growing at a rapid rate, we're saying what the masses are thinking, but they're too afraid to say for loss of their job, for loss of backlash, for loss of being controversial, whatever it may be. But we get support from so many people uh, that have even some people that have affluence hit us up. And obviously we don't say anything because we want to protect their privacy. But mm -hmm. You know, a lot of men are thinking like thinking this way. It's just that they they can't say anything. And also, a lot of guys don't have fathers in their life as ro as more role models to get me. So, for example, in this case, most guys want to make a change, and they, for example, a lot of guys are in relationships where they're being attacked, they're being taken advantage of, and they have no way to like even have a voice to say what's going on. So our platform is, hey, you know what? As a man, yes. These things will happen to you because it's a double standard. And at the same time, you don't have to put away that bullshit. You, you can get out. Yeah, I have a problem with double standards when it's put in an area where it needs to be um, equal. You know, we're talking about, you know, interpretation of law, you know, prison punishments, etc. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, this is just the world we live in and we speak about these issues, you know, and, uh, you know, we get a lot of backlash for it. But I, I, I feel that we, uh, we, we need girls, to do this. Bro. We love girls, bro. Yeah, like, we're, we're, talk, with we, we're, not, we're not women haters, but we understand what it really is. And look, we're not, we're not about to get finesse. And none of our audience is about to get finessed for this for this shit. So. Yeah, and we we've helped so many. I mean, hell, hell, I had a consultation with a guy earlier today, man, and and you know they're telling me about the the dark places they've been in, 
from not being able to get girls, like yep. not figuring this stuff out, you know, being lied to, told the Disney fairy tales that women are sugar and spice and everything nice, and they don't tell you about the unflattering realities of, of uh, you know, of women. You know, like what we basically do on this show is we, we demystify the female mystique. We tell guys the truth about how these women really are. Hey, these chicks are out here smashing and sucking a lot of different guys, and you don't know about it, but then they're going to expect you to take them out on three dates when they're smashing other dudes for not taking them on anything or, you know, uh, a lot of these women, if you take a take a girl that's attractive, that's 21 years old, bro, she's had more bodies on her than uh, an average 21-year-old guy by far. Like, women are way more promiscuous than men in today's day and age. It's just mm. that if you say things like this, people are going to instantly label you as toxic, misogynistic, you hate women, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't hate women. We just accept the reality of how women really operate. And unfortunately, the thing is, is that society does everything in its power to hide unflattering realities about how women really mate select. That when women say some BS like, oh, I want a guy that's nice and kind and caring, fuck out of here, bro. That's cap. It's what you really want is a guy that could put you in your place, makes more money than you, is tall than you, physically superior to you, and can dominate you in bed. And this is shown through book sales of like, you know, 50 shades of gray. So we're pulling the curtain and showing the, uh, the, the truth of how women really operate. Why? Because when you know how the car works, you're going to be able to drive the car to another degree. So we're trying to help guys to see how the car works. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just that women don't want you to know how the car works because if you know how the car works, you're not going to sit there and drop $100,000 on a vehicle that has 50,000 mileage when it really should be $20,000. So we're telling guys can make educated decisions and apply it to the sexual marketplace and put their time accordingly to the women that are worth it versus women that aren't. Because a lot of girls are going to sit there and try to, you know, oh, I'm a good girl. I'm a nice girl. Sell you need purity. to give me this. They're going to sell that purity. And we're telling, we're getting the wool out of these guys' eyes, letting them know, hey, she ain't perfect. She has mistakes just like you. And they're going to always be incentivized to lie to you about their real sexual past. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And that's just the world we live in now. On that note, I would love to get your your insight on either validating this statement or debunking it, and which is, uh, as a whole, are women more mature than men when it comes to dating? What What do you guys think about that? Because I'm always around females, and they're like, I feel like they're just ahead of their time almost at some at times, or like, yeah, I I almost feel like. Yeah, you, you're just you're too mature. Like these guys, you got to dumb it down. Now I want you guys to miss. You know, like do you, do you think there's truth in that? Do you think fellas need to grow up in there, or it's just that's just bullshit? I'll say this right. So we talk about this on the show all the time, especially the, the late night show with the girls. Mm-hmm. And Mary has the um, analogy called the candy store analogy. So a lot of girls they get a lot of early access to guys. You know, unlimited options off rip at 18 years old. So they have a more diverse, uh, a longer time having what they want for free. Guys have to become to get what they want at the end of the day. Girls are getting easy access, a lot of options from the time they're 18. And as a result, they mature a lot faster because once again, they also have um, a lot higher social cues than guys have. And they've been in different situations that guys will never be in. At that point, a guy at the same age, maybe they did like, one or two girls, three girls the most, highlight four girlfriends max, right? So his experience level with dating and dealing with people is very low compared to women. So I feel like, yes, they do mature faster because they've, they've been in more situations and scenarios than guys. But at the same time, guys don't have to become in a, uh, be in a relationship young because, once again, there's no time clock for us. So girls have a time clock, let's say from 25 to like 30. At that time, a guy's kind of becoming into his own and becoming a man. Mm-hmm. At that point, 
I think you're I think you're saying something very important here because mm-hmm. naturally women are emotional. So if they are emotionally going through all of these things, you know, guys, we're not emotional, right? We're just showing up with our with our with our wiener popped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not learning nothing. You know what I mean? These girls yeah. are learning real shit because they got their emotions commitment involved. So I see what you're saying over there. Yeah, bro. And think about this, right? A lot of girls have had crazy boyfriends, had baby daddies, all this stuff. And now moving forward for them, like, you know what? Hell no, never again. So now the standards of these (laughs) these guys that they chose wrongly about onto the next guy. And the result, oh, you're not mature enough because you don't understand my my situation. No, what it really is, is that you chose the wrong guy. He messed you up. And now you're like, damn, guys are all boys and kids. Nah, you just chose the wrong guy. So... I would just say girls have more experience in terms of like dating and getting out there with different scenarios. Guys don't have that. So off rip, it looks like they're more mature, but all it really is is that guys don't have that limited, unlimited access to, to um, dating like how girls have. So that, but they'll come with, with the argument. Um, I always laugh when women say uh, we're more mature. You are fake news. And the reason why is because what, what women don't really understand is that Women are born rich, but die poor. Men are born poor, but if they do the work, die rich. So, and I always say this all the time, privilege is invisible to those that have it. So it's not that women are more mature than men. It's that they're giving, they're given access and they're, they, they are born with value. So the thing is, is that since they're born with value, they inevitably end up dealing with the opposite gender far more and far frequently earlier in life. Men, however, don't deal with the opposite gender until they become to some degree. As a man, you're not going to get women unless you bring value to the table by default. Women don't fuck with you unless you bring something to the table nine out of ten times. Women, however, can bring nothing to the table and still get sexual access to men. So it's not that women are more mature. Incorrect. What it really is is this. They just have better social programming with the opposite gender and they understand the game sooner because they need to be able to quickly decipher if a man is higher status or lower status and be able to make an on the spot decision. Am I going to fuck this guy or take this guy seriously? Or am I going to put him in the friend zone? Am I going to use him for dinner? Am I going to use him for some other compartmentalized role in my life? Cause make no mistake about it. The most attractive girls have men in positions in their life. Some nigga pays bills. Some dude uh, bangs her out. Another guy takes her out to dinner. Another guy pays for her rent. Or whatever it may be, the most or flies her out. Every um, the most attractive women have guys in roles like that in their Rolodex. It's not that women are more mature. I actually argue that they're less mature because they're rarely held accountable for their actions. If you guys watch our podcast, I would say for every ten girls that we bring on the show, I end up having to kick out at least one or two. And the reason why is because a lot of these women have not accepted the reality that there are consequences to your bad behavior. This is why when I made a TikTok video, the whole reason, a big reason why we blew up is I made a video uh, on TikTok where I basically said, hey, listen, guys, if a woman flakes on a date on you, you need to punish that bad behavior and tell her that if we're going to go on another date, I don't really like flaky girls. You need to buy the first round of drinks. What people don't understand is they went nuts because I said you need to punish bad behavior. Were we dogs? No, it's not that your dogs or whatever. It's that men in 2021, especially in Western countries, don't hold women accountable for their bad behavior. And what I mean by bad behavior is most, a lot of women will flake on dates. They'll treat you poorly. They'll expect some kind of entitlement when you show up and hang out with them. They, a lot of women don't, by default, don't respect men. And there's a bunch of underlying reasons for that. But the point is, is that when I said, 
punish bad behavior, it was like I was speaking Chinese and it caused an outrage because holding women accountable in 2021 is considered misogynistic. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if your buddy, right, you, you and him are supposed to meet up and he doesn't show up. Well, and you tell him, all right, bro. All right, nigga, you got to buy the next round of drinks because you didn't show up. He ain't going to complain or cry or be like, what the fuck? What do you mean I got to pay? He's going to show up. He's like, my bad, bro. He's going to buy the round and it's done. But women aren't used to being held accountable for their actions, especially when they deal with the opposite gender. So I would argue that women aren't more mature. They're just better at dealing with the opposite gender sooner in life yep. than men are. That's the reality of what it is because by default of them being women, they need to be able to filter out and get rid of guys that are lower status and put them in certain compartmentalized roles to help her further her own life. Whether it's an alpha guy that's going to give her those tingles, whether it's a beta male that's going to pay her bills, or it's some other guy that she's going to friend zone, women get better at deciphering where a man stands socioeconomically and where he stands in her life. And that's what they're better at. They're not more mature. They're just better at filtering out losers because they deal with way more men and they need to put them in some kind of category. So, and I would argue that they're less mature for the reasons I stated prior, where a lot of women aren't held for accountable for their actions. And if people, if you guys don't believe me, tune into our podcast Monday when we have the late night shows with the girls, I end up kicking out girls all the time because they'll overtalk me. They'll be rude. They'll talk smack or they'll be disrespectful, whatever it may be. Mind you, these women are walking into a hundred thousand dollar plus studio. We have status on YouTube. Uh, they know that we hold women accountable. Uh, we're higher than them on socioeconomic status. We, we, we're guys that have some status here in Miami, and these girls still act out of pocket on camera in front of thousands of people watching, not behaving. And so what do you think they're going to do to a regular nigga, bro? And it's in a waiver. Yeah, and I'm not saying that to say, oh, we're still so waiver. I'm just letting guys know that this is how modern women think. A 21-year-old bimbo will come on the show and overtly disrespect us on our platform, and I got to check that shit immediately. Why? Because hundreds of men that have met her prior have never checked her. So she thinks, when I say... Yo, get the fuck out the studio. She's like, you're an asshole. No, I'm not an asshole. You're a disrespectful bitch, and I'm holding you accountable for being a disrespectful bitch because there is consequences to this. The difference is I'm not trying to fuck you, baby girl. I'm here to run a show, so I'm not going to tolerate your bullshit like the next nigga, so I kick her out. But that's yeah. a foreign concept to so many women because women are privileged. They're babied. They're allowed to get away with fucking murder. And like I said, they adhere to equality when it suits them, but then they also adhere to traditional uh, roles when it suits them. So... All I got to say is hold women ac women accountable, and they aren't more mature than men. Man. They just don't deal with the consequences of their actions. Don't DeMarco. Bam. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> with Sorry all that said, out there. Do, you, do you all believe in marriage? <laughs> Fresh, you take that one first. <laughs> uh, funny story, Adam. I got to pivot on you very hard. I got to pivot. So, so yeah, real quick, shout out to Real Toronto, Toronto News, man, because they, they plug us a lot on their page. Uh, shout out to them. Okay. Um, on Instagram. So yeah, basically, man, I was married, bro, to a single mom. This this is our fresh year, and uh, you know, I did the whole marriage thing. You know, I was taught my family to be a Christian, good Christian. You know, if I live with a woman, you know, I should be marrying her, and all that good stuff, right? So wasn't in love, no, but I just wanted to do the right thing by religion standards. So I married her, you know, did my thing, but it made me realize, right, the same benefits I got when I wasn't married, I got. While I was oh, sorry, basically the same benefits I got while I was married, I got without being married. So all I did is I I involved the government into my relationship, so that now if I want to leave or if I want to back or for whatever reason if, if I want to have my own way, way of life, they will not penalize me for having that made made that choice. So basically, what I'm saying is, me living life and doing what, what I gotta do, I be with a chick, I can do that without being married. And worst of all, 
Now, when I get married, I have to be penalized for uh, either wanting to end it or, you know, if things don't work out, I lose half my money. So just having that type of like leverage against me to sign a paper, honestly, to me, isn't worth it. And most guys nowadays, they go to marriage saying, you know what? Oh, I love this girl. Uh, she's the one for me. But sorry to say this, right, bro? Love fades away. So at some point, you may either do, do something crazy or she'll just do something outrageous. And then guess what? You're left holding it back because you're going to be in trouble in court. And also as well, this chick that you loved at one point is emotional. So you might, you might even say, hey, babe, you know what? We're no longer going to have, um, you know, date Fridays on, you know, date Fridays uh, going forward. She might be like, wow, you're going to stop dating me? So basically, whatever you do can cause her to, like, react. And as a result, can end your marriage and then end you. Because now, in, in the family court, she's going to have all the power. And you don't. So, yo, worst case scenario, you have kids with her. Bruh, now you're in trouble because now you got child support. You got to deal with um, the custody battle, all that stuff. And look, real talk for guys getting married to have a family. I understand, but if you're getting married for love, man, I, I would even go there, bro. Like, dude, you could do it, but we don't get married. Or you know what? Get married, but not with the law. Just do it um, off the books. There you go. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be held accountable by the government, and they cater to women at most junctures. So um, when it comes to marriage, man, and this, this sucks because I come from a Muslim household, and my parents are together now, but... I'd be foolish to say and advise any man to get married in, in a Western country in today's day and age, today's climate, et cetera. Uh, a lot of Western. <laughs> was, that, was, was that my man? I said keyword Western. Exactly. Western, exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that um, I'm going to just keep it a stack. Most women, bro, nowadays. She belongs to the streets. And aren't worthy of, of a marriage. You know what I'm saying? They want to be married, but they don't necessarily want to be wives. Facts. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't want to submit. They don't want to follow your lead. Uh, you know, they just really want to wear a white dress and get a bunch of attention to put on their social media. That's why a lot of women get married. You know what I'm saying? They're more concerned with the events, the attention. Every woman walks down, every child, every girl, you know, dreams of walking down an aisle in a white dress with her dad and some dude at the end of the thing waiting to marry her. So a lot of women do it just to check off a box. And my thing for guys is I wouldn't get married unless you wanted to raise children mm -hmm. and you wanted to be able to, uh, at the end of the day, marriage is like to provide a stable household for your children. If you don't want to have kids, you have no business getting married. And then if you do want to have kids, you need to get married in a way where you structure a, a ironclad prenuptial agreement that you know gets uh, updated every couple of years as situ living situations change, uh, maybe having a cohabitation agreement with that and um, just being very delicate with how you do it. But even with all that in place, you can still, that's not a guarantee, you can still get divorce uh, rapes. Yeah, divorce rape. So um, I would say in most situations, 90, 99% of the times, it's not worth getting married for most guys, especially if you're the one that brings all the money and resources to the table and your woman doesn't because a lot of laws, depending on the state, right? It fluctuates, but on a balance of probabilities, nine out of 10 times, it's not worth it for a guy to get married in today's climate. I look, Adam, I got lucky. I, I, I divorced the chick. I didn't lose anything. I didn't have any kids with her, but at the same time, most guys aren't so lucky because once again, yeah. they choose a girl out of looks and not in, they don't have different interests at heart. And the worst of all, these girls that they choose are in it for the money. Facts. So off rip, they're, they're already coming into the marriage with, with the wrong intentions. And unbeknownst to the guy that's not socially aware, he's not RP aware, yep, then he's, he's screwed at the end of the day. So. And then she just she just in divorce court looking at you like, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, she takes <laughs> all your money and shit. So, yeah, man. <laughs> okay, let me, let me ask them my final question for today, get you guys thoughts on you know 
you guys clearly have a strong pulse of you know the dating scene especially in 2021 you know what what is your best advice for both sexes both mm. yeah, yeah females male women men what what is your best advice in order to exhibit just happiness let's try to drop you know a little bit of the reality and you know the cutthroat and just the realness of shit but like you know let's let's assume two parties are you know uh they just their mind is right how mm. do we foster that to be in a in a positive you know and create happiness out of it it's funny, Adam, because this is why we do the late night show because I feel like girls a big disconnect between what men uh, want, right? So a lot of men want women that are nines and tens, right? And they want this the baddest chick ever. Yeah. But yeah. as a man, you gotta bet your chick thoroughly because once again, they can be playing a part long enough to get married, vice versa, they could be doing other things that you don't know. So the point is that you need to bet your chick properly. And once again, don't only go for looks, go for a person that has character and value. So a lot of girls nowadays, especially in our society, they are driven by social media, driven by clout and attention, and that alone will destroy any type of type of uh, relationship. So for guys, I would say, just my opinion, humble opinion, find a six or seven that's adjustable, that, you can, that actually has character, work with her, see, see where she's at mentally, and she's adding value to your life. Let's say you have a business or you have like a, a company that you're running, and they can help you maybe with the books, adding value however they can, and it's not a headache to your life, then maybe that girl may be an option, but obviously wait. I say wait a year, feel her out, see what's up, and then from there make a choice. You know what? Maybe she's maybe she might be the one for me in the runnings. But once again, there's no one person for you. Anybody can fit that role. But once again, you have to have character, you have to add value to your life, and not cause you unwanted stress. Because a lot of girls they'll play the part for a period of time, and it change the minute they get, they get what they want. And then for women. Uh, I feel that women have to lower the standards because a lot of women have these crazy standards. Like, like I said before, six feet tall, six figures a year, and a good looking also as well. They want to be treated like women at all times. And look, I, I get it, but let's be real here. On this show, what percentage of guys are actually fitting that, that category? Maybe less than 10%. And then the ones that are single, even less than that. So I would say a lot of women have these crazy standards and nobody's going to tell them the truth because they want to sleep with them. So they'll play the part. Hey, you know, baby girl, I love you. You're the one for me. But you guys are making all this money and these athletes and celebrities, they're playing the part to get what they want. But mind you, the girls, they're like, oh, this guy wants me. He loves me. No, he just wants to smash you. So a lot of girls have to drop their standards. And But I'm a to with you. They won't because they've been told a lie from society, social media, rap songs. Oh, get the bag, you know, the six-figure nigga, blah, blah, blah. And they believe it. And now... If they drop their standards, they feel like they're losing at life. So, uh, in reality, these are some things that people can look at to get a better relationship. But will it, will they do it? Who knows, brother? Who knows? Myron. Uh, yeah. So, I'll say what the guys need to do, and then I'll say what the women need to do. Uh, for the guys, you got to become. There's no way around it. In today's dating marketplace, um, you need to become the best version of yourself. The days of making $50,000 a year and driving to Kia Sophia with a good insurance policy is no longer good enough for many modern women. You know, uh, many modern women, and we're going to talk about that in a second, uh, are delusional and they are chasing a, a very small percentage of men that, quite frankly, they're not going to get. Mm -hmm. but, um, but for men, you need to work as hard as you can to become. That way you can uh, increase your options because since women are delusional, 
a lot of them are looking for a guy a lot of time that doesn't exist. So what happens is if you can become that guy, now you're going to become, you're going to have the leverage. You know what I'm saying? Be dating is a higher status guy is way better than dating is an average guy, you know, cause a lot of women don't even see average guys anymore and they're invisible. And with feminism and everything else like that, uh, a lot of women have an overinflated sense of ego of what they really, of what they're really worth to be quite frank with you. So guys, you got to work, become better, make more money, get in the gym, become successful, and you need to become the man that women are willing to submit to because the standard to which women will submit has increased dramatically over the past 100 years since the inception of feminism. And since women make their own money now, they are incapable of dating down and or submitting to a man that makes less money than them socioeconomically. Can't so be you must become as a man. Can't be a bum. Can't be a bum. Those days are fucking done. Now, on the female side, for all two women that are probably going to listen to this, I will give you the ladies the truth. And we've had a couple ladies ask us because the problem with women is you got niggas like Derek Jackson out here lying to them saying, oh, baby girl, you're the best. You don't got to self-improve, blah, blah, blah. And any guy that cheats on you is fucking useless. Then next thing you know, he's out here smashing chicks left and right. <laughs> so there's clearly a market for lying to women. Women will always pay for pleasant lies over uncomfortable truths all the time. And I say this because... Men live in a fact-based reality. If you don't become as a man, you're not going to have sex with girls. So men need uh, accept and understand that they need to hear the harsh truth to get what they want in life. Women don't operate that way because, like I said before, women are born rich. So if you're born rich and someone comes to you and he's a financial investor and tells you, hey, man, you should move your money like this, you should move your money like that, and you're a billionaire, you're going to look at that guy and say, fuck you. I'm a billionaire. And that's how a lot of women operate because they're born billionaires. So they look at the financial advisor like, fuck you, bro. But what they don't realize is that financial advisor has advised many other billionaires to help them keep their wealth. But what do the billionaires do? They're like, you know, what? I could do this on my own. They spend their money. They have their fun, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, 30, 40 years later, <clears throat> where most women find themselves single and broke and can no longer afford the things they were able to afford earlier on in life. And since women are given the world early on in life, they don't learn the painful truth until they're 30, 30 plus years old, 40 years old, that they can't, they can no longer land a good guy. So I would say this, if you're going to be a professional woman, understand that the more money you make, the more doors close because the same guys that you're competing for, the more money they make, the more doors open. And men, unlike women, are very happy to date down and deal with a hot 21-year-old over an annoying 31-year-old lawyer every single time. Men don't give a shit about how much money you make. They care about your femininity, your cooperativeness, and you not being fat or unpleasant or embarrassing them. That's how women are able to keep guys around. And one thing I've noticed on our podcast is we get a lot of support from women. And the women that do support us nine out of 10 times are married in a relationship or have a long-term boyfriend where he is the leader. The other thing, too, that women got to understand is that you're not equal to a man. Women are fundamentally incapable of leading a man within the confinements of a relationship. If a man is, if a woman is in a leadership position, she's going to lead them all right to the end of the fucking relationship. So women need to understand that they are the assistant and they must help the man run the relationship because men are comfortable being the leaders. Men are okay being the provider. Men are okay being the provisioners. Women are not. And it's shown statistically that if a woman out earns a man, more than likely they're going to divorce at some point. But if it's the other way around, and they've done this too with millionaires, millionaire men have typically tend to have very low divorce rates. Why? Because men are okay provisioning for their women. Women are not okay provisioning for men though. So women need to know more money you make, more doors are going to close. Number two, you need to learn how to submit to a man and not be annoying, argumentative, non-cooperative, and non-agreeable. And this is very difficult for a lot of career women to do because 
obviously they became successful by adhering to these traits, but that doesn't work in a relationship. So that's another unfortunate consequence of being a boss, babe, as they would say, quote unquote. And then the last thing is you're going to have to lower your standards, baby girl. If you're 32 years old and you make a hundred grand a year, you've priced yourself out of the market because now why is a man going to pay a hundred thousand dollars for a Maserati with 200,000 miles on it when he can go get uh, a, a fucking McLaren, right? For the same price that has way less miles on it. That's how men look at women. I hate to say it like that. Men are success objects. Women are sex objects. So as a woman gets older uh, and in more use, her value declines. And I hate to say it like that, but that's just how, how the dating marketplace works. Just like men, women look at men from an objective level, how much money does he earn, how tall is he, whatever. Men look at women as how hot is she, how young is she, can she give me children, whatever it may be. So women on a, uh, women need to understand that the guy that you're chasing, the guy that makes $100,000 a year, six foot plus, good looking, Chad, blah, blah, blah. These guys are far and few between. Not only that, those guys have a lot of women after them, but women have a problem with, with this. But I tell them, you want a high value guy? Comes with high value problems, which is you're going to have to fucking share them. So that's the advice I would give to the women, uh, even though they'll never take it and they, they're going to label me as an angry misogynist, whatever. I'm just telling the truth about how men really think, how men operate, and the uncomfortable truths of what it takes to be in a successful relationship, especially with a higher earning man. Boom. Yikes. <laughs> Jeez. Man, I'm just rubbing my beard in right now. Wow. Um, it, it's been a, it's been dope, man. Chopping it up with y'all, man. Um, thank you for having us on, Adam. Yeah, thanks, bro. Uh, yeah, this was really dope. I think there's a lot of value uh, for those who are tuned in. Process what was said. You know, a lot of time, you know, you don't get this angle here, so you might feel you know, objective, whatnot, but just process it and come back and comment and pass on your feedback to me. Um, you know, that's all I can really say. It's been, it's awesome. It's been awesome having you guys here. Um, and I look forward to popping by the studio over there when I come to Miami, Miami, hopefully, hopefully bro, soon. You're welcome, man. Let us know Let's uh, do it, bro. when you, when you land, bro, we'll come get you from the airport. You know what I mean? We, we treat all our guests very well. VIP style, bro. VIP style, bro. We're going to come get you in our little, in our, uh, our new range, <laughs> blacked out gunmetal, and we'll, we'll pick you up, bro. And we'll, we'll give you the, you know, the, the VIP Miami tour, bro. So we're, we're excited to have you. I appreciate that. Okay. Dope. I'll put all the links to your guys, YouTube podcast, Instagram, etc., in the description. Be sure you guys follow, follow Myron and fresh. And I appreciate you guys tuning in and I will catch you guys on the next episode here at the everyday hustle. We're out. Peace. Bang. Peace, Thanks, man. Really hope you enjoyed today's podcast here at the everyday hustle. Subscribe and follow the podcast. Be sure to tune into the videos on youtube.com slash everyday hustle. Stay humble. Stay hustling. Catch you guys on the next episode right here at the everyday hustle.